wherever you are in this beautiful world that you're tuning in today, I want to say welcome back to the Who Are You to Lead Anyway podcast for mastering skills to navigate leadership and life. Episode 3. Today, we're going to talk about the significance of values. We're going to get inside that a little bit. We're going to talk about clarifying values, and then we're going to also go down the road of resolving values conflicts and how you can do that for yourself. And then I'll wrap it up with some next steps that you can take to deepen the work for yourself. So let's dive in. All right. So as an executive coach, I attract and work with a lot of clients who want to be authentic leaders, which means that they want to be genuine in their interactions and live and lead their lives based on their core values. And so I'm super excited to dive in today and to walk you through this specifically for yourself so that you can do the same. Now, uncovering core values is significant in defining who you really are as a human and as a leader. Your values are a fundamental part of who you are, and they define what you will do, won't do, and what you will and will not stand for, whether you're aware of them or not. So this is why it's important to get clear on what they are specifically so that you can know what they are and live in alignment with them. Doing so will enable you to navigate leadership in life so much more naturally, especially during stress and uncertainty, which right now in the world we have in spades. When your personal values align within an organizational context, everything feels so natural in every way. Like this is a sense of rightness in your world. And when this isn't the case, for example, when we're asked to do something which doesn't align with our values, it's natural to feel anxious, upset, and out of sorts because you're no longer in alignment, but rather, whether you know it or not, are experiencing a conflict of some sort from a values perspective. Now, Daniel Goleman is an author, psychologist, and science journalist who wrote for the New York Times reporting on the brain and behavioral sciences, as a, and he has a quote which resonates with my own personal lived experience, which is, if there's a discrepancy between action and value, the result will be uneasiness in the form of guilt and shame, deep doubts or nagging second thoughts, queasiness or remorse and the like. Such uneasiness acts as an emotional drag, stirring feelings that can hinder or sabotage our efforts. Choices made in keeping with this inner rudder, on the other hand, are energizing. Now, over my 35-year career, I've experienced living in alignment and misalignment myself, and I've supported many leaders navigating this journey for themselves, and there's a lot of them that I'm working with right now in this moment as their circumstances change, as businesses make different decisions around, you know, working remotely, working from home, what this means, etc. And the undoing really begins when as a human, you're not feeling secure in your own belief about what's ethical or unethical. So when this type of conflict happens, or when you're facing a particularly challenging set of circumstances, as I've just highlighted a few examples, you can, if you're willing, make a decision to lean in hard to your values to keep you in alignment with what's true for you. And while it can and likely still will feel very hard, it will be easier than if you hadn't tuned into yourself and what's truly important to you. Now, 
What I wanted to just offer here is we're going to go through a values exercise. And again, if you're driving, you might want to listen this time and then come back and do the work later. Or you can just follow along with me here today. Now, the way that I think about clarifying values is not so much about making a choice or a decision about whether they about what they are, (laughs) but rather a discovery process or a journey to explore what lies within you and perhaps have always been a part of you and your life as you know it. So I'm going to invite you to dig deep inside of yourself. I'm going to invite you to be honest with which values resonate the most for you. So I'm going to give you just a moment to think about over your life, what are the things that you value? Now, in order to discover what they might be, you can also ask yourself a few questions. So think about a time in your life when you were really happy, you were enjoying yourself at your work. What was it that you valued? What was the value that was being met for you? Alternatively, I want you to contemplate when you felt deeply hurt, angry, resentful. What value might have been being dishonored or was absent in that context of either work or life? And you can use both. So I want you to list as many as come to your mind. Typically, 10 is a good number. And from there, we're going to pare it down in this episode today. So we're going to pare it down by asking yourself, what is the most important to me in my work life? And then once you've done that, I want you to filter it down by asking yourself, is this important or something you think you should value? So from a humanity perspective, there are lots of things that we as humans feel we should value, but it's okay if you don't value that. So choose something that for you is important Because otherwise, when it comes to doing the hard work of leaning into that in a challenging sense of circumstances, it can make it a bit more, I guess, less less clear, less able to navigate. And so it's really important that you pick what is important to you. Then I would invite you to notice within these values, are there any patterns or themes or similarities? In which case, which one of those is the most similar or the most truest for you. And then rank them by importance. So if you could only have three of three to five of them, what would they be? Once you've done that, I want you to think about what does each of these mean to you and ask yourself these questions for each one. Who am I when I stand in this value? How do I show up as a leader? And what do I expect of others? How well am I meeting this value at work? And what are the ways that I can better meet my values in my work going forward? So I'm going to do my best to demonstrate for you here by sharing one of my values, which is trust. Now here's the caveat. If the value that you listed is something that you can do or have, it's likely not a value. So I would ask yourself, what's underneath that? For example, this value that I have of trust, right? So when I have it, it's something I have. What's underneath that for me is that I want to really be able to place confidence in something or someone in my life. So either, you know, the people in my family that I love or the organization I work for or provide services for or the 
the company that I'm creating. I want to have a confidence in that. I want to trust it. My personal definition of trust is I tap into my inner wisdom for the answers that I know that are there, even when it's easier not to listen. I trust my inner knowing and accept the nudges propelling me forward. So I choose to share this as we transition to resolving values conflicts so that I can demonstrate how values both help and hinder. So as you might imagine, there are several choices you can make when you're experiencing a values conflict. Sometimes I think we have so many choices that we don't see choice, (laughs) but that's another conversation for another day. And so it really depends on how this conflict is impacting you. So the first thing that you can do is you can choose to ignore it. So if it's something that perhaps is a one-of, perhaps it's not a big deal in the set of circumstances, you can choose that. Another way forward is to address it with the other person, the other party. Address it in multiple ways. Another way is to negotiate. Are there things that you can negotiate around it? Again, specifically, it depends on what it is. And then the last way is to mediate it. So now in my HR career, I had an experience where I worked with two female leaders in the same organization. And over time, they had trust that became eroded for them. It started out simply enough, as it always does, right? And as a result of ignoring the issues that they did not want to address, the issue or each other for that matter, it was escalated. So with their behavior toward one another, starting to document everything through email, no longer conversing with one another, they began dividing the team in the department. And then employees were taking sides for this leader and this leader, which is how I ended up getting involved. So to make a long story short, it took me mediating a conversation over a few days with them in order to come to a common ground. We did that by identifying other values that they shared personally and from an organizational perspective. This enabled them to get back on track from a behavioral context. Now, they didn't need to like one another, but they did need to work together. They did need to lead the team, which meant that they had to behave and show up as a leader. And that was the expectation the organization had for them. So this is just an example of how knowing your core values can be really useful for working through healthy conflict. Now, as an HR professional, I've always been very fortunate. If you know me, spend any time with me, you would know this about me. I've always loved the roles, the people, the work. And I still uh, bumped up against values conflicts. And for me, what was essential in making the decisions that I needed to make was to be true and to trust myself. And so what this looked like for me was when I couldn't ignore the issue any longer, right? Then I had to address the issues by having hard conversations one at a time, being transparent about what I was feeling and asking for what I needed that I felt was reasonable and within their means to support me with. So from an organizational context and a leadership context, there are things that your organization or your leader may be able to help you with. And there are things that they can't, right? And so for me, I needed to identify all the ways that I felt that I could address this myself and then follow through. 
So from mindset work to applying for other roles, to being turned down, to applying for more roles, to having more difficult conversations and being disappointed while I did this and also showing up each and every day to try again and allow time and space as I worked through it. So this is not easy to navigate and there's a reason why this is at the beginning of this podcast that I'm creating, which is just so for you as a, as a leader to spend some time thinking about what's really important for you, okay? So back to the story a little bit, what's essential for me is this value of trust. And when I lose confidence in someone or something because they said and what they said and what they did were two different things... I need to listen to the nudges from my intuition, or in other words, my inner knowing, not to get too woo-woo for you, and follow through from a place of self-trust. So fascinating thing about this, though, the more opportunity I have to do that, tapping into my inner knowing, following my intuition from a place of self-trust, guess what happens? I create more of it. And so in each case... I ended up leaving the organizations that I worked with, great organizations, but I used my own process of decision-making around my values in order to live in alignment with them and my truth, because this is how I want to live my life, even when it's hard. Actually, especially when it's hard. So as I wrap up with some next steps to deepen the work, If you're listening to this podcast, you love the idea of living in values alignment, and I want you to know that values are not always static. So as you grow and change, they may as well, right? So what's important to you in your 20s is different than what's important to you in your 50s and in your 70s, right? So you can, and you can imagine that with me, I'm sure. While some of them might be constant, some of them will change. It's okay. Just check in every once in a while. So now that you have your list, as you go about your week, I want to invite you to notice when you're feeling positive emotion, think about what value is being honored for you in this set of circumstances or this scenario. And the alternate, when you're feeling negative emotion, which value is being dishonored or absent for you? Just just be aware and just notice. You're just gathering, you're being a fascinated anthropologist and you're just gathering some data here. And then as you go through your week, as you look through your calendar, if you have something coming up that feels challenging for you, I want you to choose one of the values that you've created here today. And I want you to make an intention to lean into it and ground yourself into it as you do the thing that feels hard. And just notice what happens as a result. So if you're interested in taking this further with yourself, I will link up a list of values that I use and you can do this with yourself. I also would invite you to expand and broaden this. You can do this work with your team, right? And it's really cool to see a values-driven team get work done. It's just really cool to see. And so I just offer that up to you. And if you want to build your self-awareness and go even deeper than what we are on this episode, I would invite you to Google Barrett Values Center for a free in-depth assessment. And I'll put the link in the show notes because it is one of my favorites. And so as a new leader, take some time to reflect. Think about the values you have. 
how aligned you feel, and what small choices you can make to realign yourself even more. And as always, I'd love to hear your thoughts, your takeaways from this episode. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out via LinkedIn or Instagram, my favorite places. And until next week, take care of yourself. I will see you then. Bye. Thanks for listening. Your feedback is a gift. Please rate and review with your honest opinion. Subscribe and share with your colleagues, especially if you've worked with me and found value in the work we've done together. Connect with me in my favorite places, LinkedIn and Instagram. My website is Cynthia Jamison Coach, all lowercase, all one word, dot C-A. Until next time, make it a great week.